Welcome to Lifting Your Soul Podcast with George and Scott. Well, it's so good to have you with us. Good evening, Scott. It's evening here. Good evening, George. How are all. you, my friend? I'm very well, mate. Very well. Very Excellent. excited again. Yes, yes. We had a good episode last last episode. It was power. It was power. It was power. And uh, I didn't realise we're at the 45-minute mark last time. <laughs> no, I think you got, you got shocked when I said, okay, look, we're at 45 minutes. He said, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? What do you, yeah, no, it, was, it, was, it went pretty fast because we, we answered the question at the start of the episode, which is can one man's sacrifice pay the sins, pay for, this, or forgive the sins of mankind, past, present, future? We answered that. And then we went on to Romans chapter 4 and started going through it and got to somewhere like down verse 17. So, And there were some powerful statements in there, powerful yeah, statements about believing God for your salvation, where every other religion says you've got to do and jump through hoops to, to try and hopefully get salvation. No promise, whereas you're promised salvation by just believing God. Yeah, and, and, and just to, at the end there, I was just going to read, I just was looking back at Genesis chapter 15, where it's referring to, and uh, I wanted to read it to everyone because... Well, before you do, let me just yeah. say that what, what, what we were talking about was Abraham was counted as righteous or right standing with God, that he believed God because God said something to him and he just believed and God said, that's it, you're basically saved, you're saved, you're, you're righteous now, you are right with me. What did God say to him? Yeah, yeah. So Genesis let's just 15. read it because it's just so simple, and I think that that's why I wanted to read it. This is the part. This is the part that blows me. Let's let's blows just me read away. it. Genesis chapter fifteen. I'm going to just read the few verses where uh, up to one to six of Genesis chapter fifteen. It says this: After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, "Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward." But Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless? And the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Then Abram said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. So, which means a servant. Yeah, a servant's child, basically, yeah. Yeah. Verse 4 says this, And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now towards heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he <laughs> said amazing. to him, so shall your descendants be. I can't be. believe it. Get this, verse yeah. 6. Yeah. And he believed the and he believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness. That was it. That's how simple it was. He just said, "Lord, Lord, I got no son to take on all of my inheritance. Some servant kids are going to take it on. You've given me no one." And God took him outside and said, look at the stars. And he's looked at him. And if, if you've gone out to the countryside anywhere in the world, there's a lot of stars in that sky. If you can number them. Or like if, right, if, if yeah, you can. If you can number them. No, I can't. <laughs> yeah. And he says, your descendants will be like this. And he just said, what? What did he say? What did Abraham say? He said nothing. He just believed in the Lord. That's all it was. He didn't even utter a word. He... <laughs> okay. Like he didn't even talk. That's amazing. He just believed. In his heart, he just went... And God counted it to him for righteousness. Done. So God is the one who knows that Abraham believed him. That's what I was saying. That's what I was getting to. Yeah. He didn't even say, Lord, with my lips, I believe you. Mm. And God knew in his heart that he just, something clicked in him and he went, he actually just believed what I said to him. Done. Done. You're, righteous. You're in. That's amazing. And that exact act that Father Abraham did 
we now still do yeah. with Jesus and what Jesus did for us. Yeah. And we just believe in our hearts. Bang, this is who he is. Done. And I think that, that that's the important part that we're trying to drive to is God is the one who is the provider. Correct. If you believe that he is the one who's providing your way to heaven. Yes. Done. Righteousness done. will be credited to your account. That's right. Because it's already been done in Christ. Now, your let me, sins have been paid for. Let's let, yes, and let's say from that point, in that same analogy that we had at the last episode, where a, a guy works, he loses a three million dollar account for this for this boss that he's worked less than eight hours for, and the boss gives him a thousand dollars. Here you go. Just gonna, I'm going to bless you with a thousand dollars, right? I don't deserve this. I less than deserve this. I should be fired. No, you don't. Here's a thousand bucks. That's a gift. Drop in the ocean picture of what God has done for us. Yeah? Absolutely. So now this person acts in such a in such a incredibly excited, loving, caring way towards his boss because of what his boss has given to him with that when he most definitely didn't deserve it. Mm. By the same token, in the tiniest little analogy, by the same token, what God has done for us when we've known the depravity of that we've come from. For the rest of my life, I will serve you because of what you've done for me. Of course. I don't serve you to get holiness. You've made me holy when I didn't deserve it. Mm. Yeah, that's great. All right. Mm. So when, when God says, be holy because I'm holy, he's not saying, hey, hey. Now jump through these hoops. Jump through the hoops. I'm holy, so you now need to try to be holy. Exactly. He's saying, because I am holy, you are holy, so be act holy. Yeah, act like it. Yes. Yeah, great. Yee. That's awesome. Very okay. good, pun. So work. now we're going to go from verse 18 Okay, that's where we're at, chapter 4, verse 18, and we're going to read from there. Did you want me to continue reading, Scott? 4, or? verse 18. Chapter 4, verse 18, yes. Is that where we are? My yes, goodness. sir. Yeah, 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 we're, we're, uh, we're plowing ahead. There's some, there's some big concepts here, but let's carry on. Verse 18, so chapter 4. Even when there was no reason for hope, as you just read then, Abraham kept hoping, mm. believing that he would become the father of many nations. Mm. Okay? So remember that there was a bit of a hiccup there. There was a bit of a hiccup. Right? <laughs> so just God said bit. to him, you're going to be the father of many nations. He just believed. God said that's counted to you as righteousness. He was around about 80-something years of age at that time. Correct. Then all of a sudden, God, the Godhead come down and they have dinner with him. Do you remember that? Yeah, by the trees of Mamre. Yes, so they come down and he makes food for them and they start talking and then and then they say to him... That's when he's 90... He's 99, 99 yes. yes. You're going to have a son. Yes. And his donkey wife... <laughs> his wife. Chuckles. She chuckles. In, to herself. You can't blame her. I, no, mean, I can't, she was I can't, well I call her a donkey wife, but <laughs> she's actually laughing because... She obviously didn't know She's who was sitting there. because it's absolutely it's impossible. Joke. It's a joke. If not for God, it's impossible. Exactly. It's a joke. So she, Which is a good point. Either she didn't realize that who was standing in front of her, sitting in front of her, or she's like, I know you're God, but seriously, I'm haggard, man. Mm. Okay? I've got cobwebs in there. Yeah. Like, this is God. not, like nothing's <laughs> happening in there. It's dead. It's dead as a doornail. Okay? Mm. And then God goes, why is, why is she laughing? Yeah. He said that to him. Why is yeah. she laughing? Why is she laughing? Because this time she next said, year. I didn't laugh. Yeah, I don't laugh. Said, yeah, you did no, laugh. No, you laugh. Okay. You're talking to me. Mm. You ch- you're you're on the floor rolling around. You're uh, ruffle. You're rolling on the floor <laughs> laughing inside, right? And God said, this time next year, you're going to be holding a kid. Yeah. Mm. And that's what happened. Mm. And who was it? Isaac. Isaac. Okay. So it wasn't immediate. It wasn't immediate when, when God showed him the skies and he said, you're going to be a descendant. It was 
15, 18 years, 15 years, something later that yeah. it happened. Yeah. And so understand that with God, he, you are righteous there, but, he, but Abraham had to keep believing. Mm. That's what they're saying. He kept hoping. He kept believing Great. that it would become, he would become the father of many nations. For God had said to him, that's how many descendants you will have as in the number of the stars, as you read. And Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though at the age of 100 years he figured his body was as good as dead and so was Sarah's womb. Like they know, my brother, ain't nothing got made in here. Yeah, that's right. That's (laughs) right. right. Yet he he kept, he didn't waver. Verse 20 says it, Abraham never wavered. In believing God's promise. What a great okay. testimony. That's, yeah. that's, that's key. That's, that's, that's awesome. Key. We've got to stop there. That's yeah. key. That's key. Yeah. In fact, definitely. In fact, it says, his faith grew stronger, and in this he brought glory to God. Wow. Thus, the reason why we call him Abraham, the father of faith. Exactly. Yeah. So while everyone, okay, can can you imagine? Listen, that's amazing. Listen, his name was Abram, and then God changed it to Abraham, which means father of. Many, Many nations. nations. Okay. So now you're telling all of your friends, my name is now Abraham. Yeah. And they look at you and going, I think Abraham's, lo- I think Abraham's lost his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think Abraham has sure, lost his old mind. man. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. In like, your dreams. That, that's what's happening. And mm. then they look at his wife. Oh, no, he's, he's gone. Yeah. He, he's... <laughs> that ain't happening. Okay. Has somebody got the Prozac? Has somebody got the mental health drugs? What's happening? Because someone bring a psychologist out here because this guy needs some help. Right? This is He's telling people for 15 plus years, my name is Abraham. It's father of many nations. People, I guarantee you, it doesn't say it here, but I guarantee you internally people were laughing at him. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Servants, any nation he walked through were laughing at him. Abraham, so it's like me. It's like me going through. I want you now to call me President George Saloon. President of the United States, George Saloon. That's mm, what you're going to call mm, me. Mm, mm. <laughs> sure. No worries. And somebody buddy. says, hey, George. No, no. President of the United States. That's what you call me from now on. Yeah. Mr. President. <laughs> exactly. That laugh right there. Yeah, okay? Exactly. You would be laughing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. So he's getting all this. Now, then it says, now in light of that, Verse 20 of chapter 4, Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. It's amazing. I like what it says here in the New King James. It says he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. Whose unbelief? His Through unbelief, yeah. Any unbelief. Yeah. His, his wife's, family's, servants, donkeys, even, even the camels are laughing at him. Okay. He didn't even waver. He, he just didn't believed waver. God right he just, the whole and time. this is a lesson for us. And yeah. in that belief, he brought glory to God. Yeah, that's Be- awesome. Because what happened? What happened? Okay, here's what happened. Here's what happened. He believes, he believes, he believes. People are seeing that you're not even you're not getting younger. The chances of you having a baby are getting it's worse lessening. every year. Yeah, correct. Okay. And yet you're still at year 15, at year twelve, is someone going taking him aside going, Abraham, listen, bro. It's about time you shut up, Listen, bro. Go, go back, go back to calling yourself Abraham. This is getting, this is just yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. I know you're wealthy. I know you've got lots of everything, but you look like you're losing your mind. Mm. Okay, it says he didn't waver. All this unbelief, he didn't waver. Yeah. What a picture of what it means to walk with God. Yeah. Now, that's yeah. a picture of it. And I think, I think, like when you read verse uh, twenty-one. Yes. I I love that because that's a really good encouragement to, for us. Uh, of okay, so let's let's go through. So let's go through that. Yeah, yeah. He was fully convinced 
that God is able to do whatever He promises. That that's that's the story right there. How how, how good is that? That's that's, that's very simple. Yes, it's very simple. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever He promises. So let me ask you something, Scott. Here, let's let's get this down to now. What has God promised that we need to be fully convinced about to be to be a Christian? That I will be saved. That I will go to heaven to be with Him. That my sins are forgiven through hell. How are they forgiven? Through what Jesus Christ has done. There you go. Yeah. So, so that so to Abraham, it was believe me, you're going to be a father of many nations, mm. even though everything says you're not. Mm. Believe me, and he counted it. Yes, you are. Like I believe it through everything. I'm going to believe it because it says um, that he was fully com- fully convinced God is able to prom- to do whatever He promises. Yeah. Yeah. And so now, trans transpose this. To now, yeah, for Christians' lives, Christians' lives. If you're a non-believer and you want to know how do I follow God, you have to be fully convinced that what God has said, He is the way to get to heaven, which is you believe that Jesus Christ is my Son and He is me and I am Him, and I came onto the earth fully God, fully man. I gave my life, paid for all the sins of the world. I died. I was I was killed. I rose from the dead. And I now am seated at the right hand of the Father. I'm seated on the throne of heaven. And because of that, believing believing that I did that and that's who I am, and that's what happened, done. You are now, because you believe in the promise, you are now saved for eternity. Yeah, so this what it, this is what it means to put your faith in God. Yes. It's not having faith. Yep. It's having faith in the in right God. thing. Yes. In the right thing. Yes. Perfect. And mm. what a beautiful chapter, verse, chapter 4, verse 21 is a beautiful sentence, as you just said. Mm. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. That's awesome. Okay. 22, and because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. Mm-hmm. See, it's repeating it. Mm-hmm. And when God counted him as righteous, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit. It was recorded for our benefit too, wow. assuring wow. us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in him, the one who raised Jesus Christ, our Lord, from the dead. He was handed over to die because of our sins, and he was raised to life to make us right with God. Amazing. Thank you, Lord. You cannot get simpler than that. Yep. Okay. Every other religion of the world, as we said in our last episode, says to you, here are the 27 hoops you've got to jump. Here are the seven steps you've got to climb. Mm. Here's the here's the uh, ninja warrior obstacle course you've got to do. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And climb that warped wall at the end to hit the buzzer. Yeah, and yeah. And let's see if you win. Yeah. You know what, I'm, what I was just thinking of, which is so beautiful, is that once is the, the road that we've just traveled. Right. Yeah? Yes. Considering how bad we were. Yes. Considering um, how separated from God we are. Yes. All that God asks of us is for us to believe in the way that he's provided. Excellent. And then we will be with him. Excellent. Oh. (laughs) Such grace, such mercy is is truly beyond comprehension. It really is beyond comprehension. You know, it's it's one of those things where when someone loves you and you know you don't deserve it, it's like... Yeah, it's it's. I've spent my the last thirty years singing uh, singing a song, if you like, in my heart that 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 I remember the lyrics from this old hymn, and it says this: How could it be that I should gain an interest in my Savior's blood, 
Died he for me, I caused his pain, mm. I to him did death pursue. <sighs> Amazing love, how can it be that thou, my God, would die for me? Oh. You know? And, and, and it's just so true. How how can it be it's, it's, that you would love me, that you would <laughs> die for me? Honestly, it's shocking. It's shocking. And it's, it's I, I understand, I have a tiniest little glimpse as we're talking, as you just were saying, that beautiful hymn. Yeah. The tiniest glimpse of why the 24 elders that are around the throne of God, every time someone yells out, holy, they throw themselves off their thrones and throw their crowns before, like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These crowns that are the most expensive things that any human has ever, can't even, we can't even imagine. We don't even deserve them here. They throw them, they cast them down. It says they cast them like like a disgust that I'm even holding this yeah, yeah. on my head. I don't deserve it. You deserve it, Lord. It's yours. Take yeah, it, yeah, take yeah, it. Yeah. Like, okay, my, my business partner today is hilarious. You know him, right? He's, yeah. he's, he's amazing. Anyway. We were talking about something, and then he says, he's like, uh, someone says, oh, would you do anything for George? And he goes, I'll give him my kidney. Take it. Take it. <laughs> right? And you know how he does his actions. Yes, his, yes. My arm's up in the air. Right? Yes. He's like, in a very it. African manner. Very African I love manner. It. Right? And so the, that's how these guys are doing it. Yeah. Take take this crown. I'm yeah, not worthy it, to Lord. even I'm not worthy to even look at this crown. Yeah. I why am I even sitting on this throne? Why am I here? Why am I here? Yeah, absolutely. After who you are, what yeah. you've done, why am I even... Why? Yeah. Right? I get a, I got a glimpse of that as you're talking about like yeah. a little, tiny little thing. Like, so beautiful, man. I'm a little nit, God. Yeah. But you've made me holy. Yeah. I am so depraved in my in my evilness, and you just cleansed me and said, "No, no, you're righteous." Yeah. Oh. And not and not just you know, not just anybody's righteous. I see you in the righteousness of Christ. My goodness. <laughs> Your face right now. Is your face. We just we just had a moment where we just, we just stared at each other, just, just trying to comprehend that one, guys. Sorry about that. Seriously, that I don't know like, what just what? happened. We just looked at each other like, "What did you just? <laughs> did I just you say that? Yes, I did just say that." Yeah, verse twenty-four. Amazing. Let me read that again. Verse. Uh, sorry, verse twenty-five. He he was Jesus was handed over to die because of our sins, and he was raised to life to make us right with God. Like that's just incredible. You know what? We that's we incredible. can't help but just say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Absolutely. Thank you thank so you, much. Lord. Right. Um, okay. So let's go on to chapter five. Amazing. Okay, chapter five. Let's go from there. You oh, might have had goodness. to. You might have had to pull over in the car if you were listening. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I don't. I don't oh, know how goodness. people are listening through this. I don't know how they're uh, listening. Okay. So chapter five. Do you want to read that? Do you want to read? Let you, you, you go. You Romans read, yeah. chapter 5. Here we go. Okay. We're getting First close to 6. First one of chapter 5. Therefore. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting close to 6. Seven, therefore. Eight. What's the therefore? Therefore. Let's yes. have a look. In the light of what's just been said. Therefore, having been justified by faith, mm. we have peace oh. with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into <sighs> his grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that. But we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, character, hope. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. who was given to us. Okay, let's stop there. That was a verse right up until verse 5. Verse 5. Um, chapter 5, 1 to 5. That was massive. Yeah. That was massive. Yeah. Um, it's so true. It's so beautiful. It's almost like the expression of what we've just been talking about. Yes. In the light of all of that, yeah. 
we 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 don't care when we go through tribulations or all of these Hardships other things because or... we know that it produces perseverance and what is that? That's just building us character. And, and, and Scott, Scott, like like as if as if the promise of eternal salvation in God's presence as if that wasn't enough, where there is no sickness, no pain, no tears, yeah. no child trafficking, as if. no sexual, no no murder, exploitation. No, no exploitation, yeah, 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 no, exactly. no um, character assassinations, no backstabbing, no break of trust, no cancellation, no death, no cancer, no, and go on. Think of anything horrible, big or small, none That's of that. That's in this world. That's in this world. That is a part of this That's fallen world. That's part of this world. fallen world. Mm. Think of all of that. As if that wasn't enough. It then says, because, therefore, since we're made right with God, we have peace. There's peace in us. Mm. And then it goes, we have an undeserved privilege where we now stand. We can confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. Are you kidding me? Mm. This is why it says we can rejoice in problems and tribulations. Of course we can. Of course. Of course we can. Because so, I have a hope and a future. I have a hope and a future. There's a blessed hope in yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah? Oh, yeah. So, all right, I'm getting tough. People are doing all these things. I might, I might die of cancer, but I'm not dying to go to hell. Mm. I'm dying to go meet Jesus. Yeah. Am I going to miss my earthly family? Of course I will. I get that. I Absent get that. from the body is straight away present with I, the Lord. I get that. Like, you know, p- people have honestly asked me, and I, and I know this is going to be hard, especially for some mums when you hear this. People have asked me, and when I was pastoring churches, and, and you know, and I'm sitting in, in rooms and I'm talking to people, and they ask me, George, are you, are you going to be sad when you get to your days of, you know, and you're going to pass away? And I'm like, no, I'm not. Well, why? Because I'm about to meet Jesus oh, man. in flesh. I don't, I don't know. What about know. your partner and your family and your? I love all of them, and my uh, my job for them is to love them, like the Lord loved His bride. I will love them here on earth, mm-hmm. and I would pray for them that they have salvation in God as well, because I want to see them into eternity. Yeah. yeah, but I can't do. I can't change that. I can't force my children to love God. Mm. Walk with Him. I can't do that. Mm. I can't choose. It wouldn't them. be love. It wouldn't be love if they were forced. Of course, exactly, and there'll be no salvation. Mm. Oh, but George, you, you, are you like? Aren't you going to miss him? No, miss him. I won't miss him. My goodness, I'll be standing before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, before the throne of God, seeing these twenty-four elders and the creatures that are flying around. And I don't know what we're going to be seeing oh, in those man. times. I'm so you're not going to think about Earth. <laughs> it's going to be. You're going to ask me. Do you remember that time when you were one year old playing in the sandpit, <coughs> playing in the mud pit? <coughs> At a park somewhere? Pardon me. No, I don't remember it because it's irrelevant. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like. I've moved on. I've moved on. Okay. <laughs> Onward and upward. My goodness. My goodness. Okay, so go so from... So very true. So you, then you, then in verse 3 and uh, verse three and 4 and 5, it talks about, and this hope will not lead to disappointment. Yeah, yeah. It, it's such a good thing. Like, you know, verse 4, um, well, 3 and 4, it talks mm-hmm. about the, the progression. Yes. So it talks about tribulation leads to perseverance. Perseverance leads to character, mm-hmm. and and character leads to hope. Yes. And then once we have hope, that doesn't disappoint us. No. Because God's love has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Done. Oh, um, my goodness. What a progression. Like, it doesn't even stop. His giving <clears throat> doesn't even stop. You know right? what I love about this? <clears throat> yep. God has done that, not me. He's done, he's done all of this. I reckon if I tried any of these things... What, to, to do all of these? Yeah. No, we, wouldn't have, we wouldn't have I'd a chance. I'd fall flat on my face. I wouldn't have a clue. wouldn't even know where to start. And it says in verse 5, as you said, and this hope does not disappoint, for we know that God loves us dearly, 
because he's given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts. As if it wasn't enough what he's done, he's given us yeah, Jesus. My goodness. Now he gives us his Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with love. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Okay. That little analogy of the boss giving you a thousand bucks, it's more like the boss giving you $18 million, $180 million. Hey, it's your first day here. Here's $180 million. It's like the boss saying, take the whole inheritance. T- take everything. Take the company, take everything. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's it's just beyond comprehension. Mm. All right. Let's go. Verse 6. So, Actually, before we go, ladies the and gentlemen. The Holy Spirit. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, like, my goodness. Understand here. Please understand. You know, these last two episodes, last episode and this one, there really is a depth of understanding of what God has done for us that we're talking about here. Like Scott and I know this. We know this. We know this backwards. We've preached this. We've talked about this for 25 years, 30 years. And still, as we're listening to this, it's a shock. Like, why? Why? Why, God? Why? How can it be? Why would you do this? Yeah, huh? exactly. So go verse 6. Verse 6. We, and like we hope you guys are feeling this too. 6 to 11. Are you joking? Have yes. a listen to this. Go. Go, go do, do, do. do you want me to do it? Or yeah, do I want you to do it. Right. Verse 6, when we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright, a good person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners, the filthy, 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 rag sinners. There's that... Okay. But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we're still sinners, Christ died for us. That verse there is just incredible. That's verse 8. God demonstrates his love. So chapter 5, verse 8. If you want to know where God is, Mm -hmm. what he's like, he's already demonstrated what he's like. He's demonstrated it, yeah. Oh, but God, does God love everyone? Uh, Yeah, Romans 5, verse 8. Yeah. But but, but, God showed me that he loves me. How do I know God loves me? Romans 5, Romans 5 verse, verse 8. 8. Absolutely. But God demonstrated his great love by sending Christ to die for us while we were still donkeys. Yeah. <laughs> rolling around in the mud. Okay, yeah. not even wow. knowing what wow. filth we were get we were in. And I think that's the point, not even knowing. <laughs> not even knowing, oblivious to the fact. Oblivious to the fact, completely. Ignorant. And, and verse 9. <clears throat> and since we have been made right in God. Okay, let's just stop. Some, something's bugging me. I'm sorry. Something's bugging me here. Hang on. You know what's bugging me, Scott? Tell if I could me. just take it for a second. Um, I want you to delve in here. What's bugging me is we now live in a world where we do not see ourselves as filthy, as humanity. We do not see ourselves as filthy. We do not see ourselves as rotten, as depraved. We see ourselves as, where are my rights? Where are my all the things I deserve? I can be whoever I want to be. Don't tell me how I'm supposed to live. I can choose my own gender. I can choose my own pronouns. I can choose my own everything. Everything that was God's and is God's to give to us, God gives us our gender. Mm. God gives us our pronouns. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're mm. not constructive. We've taken that on. I don't like my penis. I'm going to chop it off. I don't want a vagina. I don't want breasts. I don't, I don't want to be this gender that was... That was I was born with. I want to be what I want to be. So notice, notice the depravity of man where it gets to, right down to the very thing that we can't control because we're born that way. Everything you just said is about I. Exactly. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> and so we we've got this mentality in us, and we look at humanity and everything we're saying here. That's the thing that's sort of bugging me a little bit in the background as we're doing this last episode and this one. Yeah, right. That's why I wanted to stop for a second, is because we live in a world that we can't even recognize how depraved we are now. We can't even recognize how much we need a savior because we think we don't need saving. 
we think we don't need something. Why, mm. why, why do I need someone to tell me if I'm good or not? I know I'm good because I do these seven things. I don't, I don't steal. I don't kill. I don't rob. I try to be kind. Sometimes I get upset, but everyone gets upset. Who cares? Um, I, 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 I try to be. I give to charity. I, all of these things. Thinking that a filthy oil rag, okay, a filthy oil rag that gets ironed and gets put up on a wall is still not a filthy oil rag, mm. Mm. okay? Blind. Blinded to it. And this is what bugs me, I think. This is what bugs me in the background is this humanity. So, and look, we know that that's, that's the way the world's going. We know it's going to get darker. But in the darkness, the light shines brighter. Yeah. Right? So more so this light of Jesus Christ, this gospel message, the good news, shines brighter now than it ever has before because it's such a contrast to where humanity's at in our depravity, mm. right? So I just want, what, what do you feel about that? How do you feel? <clears throat> yeah, well, I think it, it goes right back to a discussion we've had, you know, when we were around Romans chapter 3, 1, 2, and 3, to be mm-hmm. honest with mm-hmm. you. And that is is that that's why it's so important that the full gospel is explained because when you're, when you're, <clears throat> when you don't know that you need rescuing, I mean, it's just obvious, isn't it? You're ignorant. Yes. You don't You don't realise it, you know? Yes. And it's so so important to point that out. In a world where the most important person is yourself. Yes. You know, everything is centred around self um, and all the actions is all about self. The corruption has... It's, it's, it's now manifest what we always were. Yes. And I think in the world we see it more, you know? So true. But it's so really, true. it's always been there. It's always been there. So what happens is, is now it's gotten to a point where how long is God going to put up with this before he starts to think, okay, it's time to it's time. punish this? And that, that's the point. Which is, I know that's going to re- lead us to the book of Revelation. because yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I understand, understand, for those of us, we've teased this a, a couple of times now in a few episodes, but understand that the book of Revelation, the end times, the last, the last little, the last seven years of, of this present age on earth is about a couple of things. One of them is God un- unleashing his judgment on the earth. Number two, because he's righteous. Because he's righteous. Because it's now time. He's been holding it back. His wrath. And number two um, is he is he is giving Israel that last seven years that he promised. He said, "I'm giving you seventy weeks or seventy weeks of seven years. Uh, I've given you sixty nine. Jesus came, and now we're going to get. There's one more week to go. This is it. In order for you to realize who Jesus is." I'm giving you. I'm pushing you back up against the wall to say, guys, I came as the Messiah. You ignored me. Actually, crucified me. And come on, which I knew all about, by the way. Yes, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's right. And so I'm. I've now given you this time to to repent of this, to 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 understand this. So they're they're two of a couple of things that are, that are going to be happening. But it's his wrath. He's going to say exactly what you just said. I'm done now. That's it. Time has been appointed. Now things are moving. Yeah, and I think that that's the issue that when we approach that subject, and we'll talk about it a lot more when we're there, that people don't understand. And I've spoken to Liz, my wife, mm-hmm. about this, and and that is is that what people don't don't get is that everything that we know about the world, the cultures, the whole thing about you know uh, modern history, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Ancient no, all of history, that. the yes. whole lot, yes. 
is actually about to completely finish. There's a new age coming that is completely different and completely foreign to what... I have a feeling you've just blown someone's mind. (laughs) What we we have ever known. Yep. It's coming to an end. All of human history is coming to an end. It's coming to an end. Yeah. So when he talks about this age... God is about to come... Yes, and his time... And set up himself himself on this earth. And it's done. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) it's done. Every history is gone. So... Let's go verse nine here. <laughs> Did we just go off track? No, no, that's brilliant because I, that's exactly what that's exactly what this is all about. Well, I suppose that that was the thing that's bugging you is that we're at the end of the age. We're at the end of this age where man has gotten so self-centered and so prideful. Yes, that the only way out is judgment. Yes, or grace through Christ. Absolutely agree. That's the only way out. Yep, it's what's one or the other. Yep, absolutely agree. It's the the very narrow road. Mm-hmm. That leads to, to Christ and leads to heaven or the broad road that leads to destruction? Yes. Your choice. <laughs> Verse 9. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Jesus, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. Oh. That's blood of Jesus saves us from God's condemnation or God's wrath. God's wrath, one says. Okay. Yeah. So, so the blood of Jesus, what Jesus has done for us, saves us from God's wrath that's coming Okay, good point. Which, by the way, is a little allusion, is a little a little scripture alluding to the pre-tribulation rapture. Thank you. That's shaking someone's socks. Now they're probably going to turn us off. <laughs> First ten. Explain it later. Oh, yeah. For since our friendship ooh, with God was restored by the death of His Son, while we were still His enemies. We will certainly be saved through the life of his son. This is the blessed hope. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. Does yours say friends? And no, it says uh, this. that was 11. Yes. It says, uh, and not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have received the reconciliation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Which, which We've been reconciled to God. What does verse ten say? The first sentence. Uh, for if when we were if we were enemies, sorry. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the so death the of word, His Son. So the word reconciled mm. is being translated in the New Living as friendship. Yeah, Isn't right. that interesting? Yeah, because that's what reconciliation is. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good way to understand is it. friendship mm. with God. Because what is friendship? Don't think about your little best friend. Like, you know, and oh, my best friend de- did this horrible thing to me, right? Friendship. What was it, broken. Yes. Has now come back together. Correct. Yeah. That's friendship, okay? With a, 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 when you have a proper friend, and this is just human terms, nothing compared to God. When you have a proper friend, so I'm, I'm let's, I'll use the words, these, the words that we all understand. I'm best friends with my business partner, okay? As I said to you before, he said, take, do you want my kidney? Take it, take it, yeah, okay? Yeah. Jokingly, but he means it. Yeah. I mean it for him. Yeah. I'll die for him, he'll die for me. I'll protect him, he'll protect me. If I have an issue, he will drop whatever he's doing, come and brace down. If he has an issue, boom, I don't care what I'm doing. See you later, I'm out, I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah. That that restoration there of that that connection is a reconciliation. Well, I think that that's the end result. Yes. I think what his is his explain or what reconciled is is there's been a division of that previous, friendship. Yes. You know what I mean? Correct. And so the reconciliation is the mending of that division. Yes. That but has come back together. It's interesting that he uses friendship 
Mm. So he says here in, in, in verse 11. We've offended him. Yes. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends with God. Yes. So which means, Christ. Yes, Christ. Which means back in the garden we were friends with God mm. because we walked with him in the cool of the day. Mm. We God was our friend. Mm. Come on, man. Mm. The, 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 the most powerful being in the universe was our friend. You know, that was one of the somebody, things. Somebody, somebody, what? When the gospel was explained to me. Yes. That blew me away. I think it was like this has whole you, idea. Have you been described as the friend of God? Well, n- not necessarily the friend, <laughs> but just the whole idea that what God actually did this for me and that he loves me and that I can actually get to know him. Yeah, it's nuts. That blew that's me a, away. That's nuts, man. You know what I mean? Listen, it, it, either... was, it was. I had this idea because I, I grew up a, a, a Catholic, right? And this, I'm not having a go at is this, all a joke? is this all a joke? No. What do you... <laughs> is this all Bible a joke? Is it a joke? It's amazing. Unbelievable. It's amazing. So for me, it was like I always believed that and hoped that one day I will get to heaven. So mm. hopefully, mm. the good will outweigh with the bad. It mm-hmm. was a classic jump through the hoops type of situation. So when the gospel was explained to me and I realised that I couldn't jump through the hoop, that I was in desperate need of saving, yet Jesus had provided the way for me. But not only that. Wow. So it's not only that I get to heaven, but that he actually wants to know me. (laughs) That's just... I don't even... And I can get to know him. This is ridiculous. The relationship thing got me, George. Yeah, yeah. I I know what you're saying. That that just blew me away. Like, I'm I'm harping on the word friendship because that's what blew me away, similar to you. Yeah, right. How am I a friend of God? Oh, mate. How am I who's a nothing? Who has offended him. Who's offended him. I've basically told him, you can go kiss my behind Mm. and just done it, flaunted my whole life before I knew him. Like we've all done. Like we've all done. Yeah. And then he's come back and said, I want to be your friend. The most powerful being in the universe. Yeah? Mm. I want to be your friend. I know I, I do. I still want to be your friend. I know you don't know me and yeah. I know you don't need me, but I've I've hit I'm here. That's that that right there is Romans chapter five, verse eight. Exactly. I want to be your friend. I want to be your friend. So I'm gonna demonstrate it mm-hmm. by mending the yes. broken relationship yeah. and how am by I doing sending that? my own son to die for you. Dying. Are you joking? God, God, oh, God becomes flesh. Dies, experiences death. Not only death, but humiliation. <laughs> humiliation. Okay. Why? For really? Why? Because of his love for us. Think about that. The very ones that create that he created blasphemed him, right? Nailed him to a tree mm. and murdered him. Listen, but he allowed that. <laughs> He allowed it. At any moment, he could stop that. He allowed the Scott, whole thing. Listen, I know you're, such is the I know, love of God. Listen, I know what you're saying oh because I used to preach stop this. It. Stop, it. To... <laughs> stop it. We're done. I used to pre- end the podcast. I think we are. Finished. I think we had done. Actually, it's been going for 45 minutes. Oh, really? 40 minutes. Yeah. Listen, I know what you're saying because I used to preach this exact thing with the same conviction as you're saying then. That after everything we've done, and he's just saying, "I, I, I love you. I love you." And then, and then we've, we, we torment him, we ridicule him, we hang him up on the, on the, on the tree that he created out of a seed, mm. naked, and we laugh at him, we spit on him. On the hill that on he the, created. On the hill that he created by donkeys that he created, the humans, who laughed at him and went, oh, who hit you now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wanted yeah. to hit you now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call yourself a prophet? Who hit you then? Yeah, who hit you then? <laughs> mm. I mean, 
I don't know about you, but if I was Jesus, I mean, would I have just taken his head off by one look? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But Jesus didn't say a word. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't go down those lines. That's what I'm, that's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, mate. Jesus says, to, Jesus says to old mate, old mate in the, in the little temple, on the side of the temple, before he, he was going to free him, right? But he didn't. What's old mate's name? Pontius Pilate, right? He says to him, buddy, listen, out of everything I've just said to you, you're the one who said I'm the Christ. I'm not, I didn't say that. You're the one who said I'm the Messiah. Listen, if my kingdom was of this world, I could have a legion of my people come down here right now and wipe the entire earth, wipe the floor with you and all of your people. Mm. Not, and, and it wouldn't even be an effort. It'd be like, really? Is that what you wanted to? Okay. That's Jesus says that to Pilate. Does he not? Does he not say that to Pilate where he says, I could call down? Yeah, he, if, did. he if, does if say that. If my kingdom yeah. is, is from it, right? Yeah. And he's, what's he saying to him? He's saying, Pontius Pilate, just do what you got to do. Yeah. You don't understand what he's, what's happening here, okay? With all of that ridicule, with all that mocking, with all of that shame, and he just took it and he took it quietly. And then on top of that, he says to God the Father, Father, forgive them. These idiots don't know. He doesn't even call us idiots. I would have said idiots. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I would have said these, these idiots. You said these, donkeys. these donkeys don't know what they're doing, God. Please don't smile at them, okay? Right. He said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing with compassion. What a man. What a man. What a man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Making great men. Yeah, making like great Jesus. men. Yeah, like him. <laughs> All right, we've, yeah. we've come to the end of our, we've oh, come to the end of this no, podcast, of course my friend. Come of course we end. have. Mate, we talked for 45 <laughs> minutes and we looked down like, how can it be 45 minutes? Oh. All right, so we're at Romans 5, chapter, uh, chapter 5, verse 12. We'll start from there, which is the contrast between Adam and Jesus, Adam and Christ, okay? Mm. The first Adam, the second Adam. So we'll, we'll go through there. But, Scotty, is there anything else you want to say before we go? Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I think we'll leave it there. We'll see you in the next episode, ladies and gentlemen. See you guys.